have awoken in a hive of bees. Tens of thousands of bees. Oh no. You can't be around bees because mother used to tell you that if you got stung just one time, the big hand on the clock only needed to go all the way around once before you would asphyxiate. But there was only one thing that could save you. She handed you a small vial of clear liquid and a two-inch hypodermic needle. Your mother never took you to nurseries because she was ashamed of your allergy. Boy, if only mother could see you now. Now you're surrounded by 30,000 bees, all densely packed in a group of hexagonal prismatic cells replete with larvae and pupae and oozing honey. Very slowly you reach to your pocket for the epinephrine, but you have no pants. In fact, you have no fingers either because you are also a bee. Does being a bee mean you're safe from bees now, or does being a bee mean you're in greater danger because after all, you are the very thing which can kill you? You ponder this quandary for some moments when another bee approaches. You realize you should be working. Being allergic to bees, you are already generally familiar with bees. Bees build nests. Bees collect food. Bees rear their brood. You are assigned to nest building, which is a task you understood before you were a bee because it used lumber, nails, and drywall. But worker bees use propolis, which needs plant resins and wax from the abdominal gland and saliva. You are unfamiliar with extracting plant resins and secreting saliva and waxes from your abdominal gland because you have only been a bee for two minutes. Which muscles do you have to contract to produce wax? Is it like vomiting or is it like breathing? What does the wax taste like? You're confused, but afraid to reveal your true identity, you begin to sweat. But then you wonder whether bees can sweat. Being a bee is raising too many questions. Questions you never consciously asked yourself. You never knew to question whether fingers could 
grip or eyes blink. The basic phenomena of your body and you have taken them for granted. You sink in overwhelming feelings of guilt and loss. So, so many years spent worrying about your belly hanging over the seatbelt, inwardly chastising your wife for mispronouncing words like soliloquy or bagel. Wishing you were a free diver in False Bay off the coast of South Africa and not a celery farmer from seven miles outside Kiev. All this time when you should have been awe-stricken daily by things like your hands, the neural machinery operating intricate, almost microscopic muscles as direct tools of consciousness to express your very personality. You used to press your fingers into fallen sesame seeds and lick them off. You used to cup your wife's chin in the morning and make finger guns at the mailman. But now your hands are gone. Maybe forever, because you are now a bee that does not know how to perform basic bee tasks with your basic bee hand. This may be an opportunity for you. What first felt like punishment begins to feel sacrosanct. Catapulted from the doldrums and into the wild. An opportunity to learn to harvest, to fly and descend through the clouds. Your lifespan reduced 35-fold, now measured in days, yields a new, truer beauty to the world. This may be what happiness feels like, you realize. A new beginning and you feel triumph. But no. Because that's when you look outside. You're in an apiary, and you are trapped again. And nothing you will do in your short, stupid bee life will be of any consequence, except to the people that have put you here to make their honey. Boy, if only mother could see you now.